Hi everybody, my name is Ezekiel Gillick. I'm Dripper Rivers. We're from the River Northwest. And this is Leftovers. What's up, River family? Welcome, welcome. This is Draper. <laughs> <laughs> this is Zeke, and welcome to Leftovers. Yeah, we got special guests here, Pastor Jason, and then we have Rick Lopez, also known as Theo Rick, Uncle Rick. Welcome, you guys. Hey, uh, hey. Hey, hey. I'm excited. Listen, it's not leftover beans that you're eating, but this is like, <laughs> you know how pizza's really good, you know, things like that. So it's going to be really good. Hey, good. Nah, awesome. Great. Well, you guys just got back from Brazil, um, Manaus, yeah, Manaus, on the Amazon. Yes. Um, missions trip with yeah. a life to love. Yeah. So we're just going to talk about that tonight. And let's just hear some stories, testimonies, yeah. um, the work that God did in your hearts and in the hearts of the Brazilian people. Yeah, yeah well, it was pretty amazing. I mean, um, uh, only... It's hard to even describe some of this stuff that happened because, you know, it's the spirit of God was totally thick in the air. Since the minute we got there and we had this orientation meeting, I felt that an anointing was released over all of us, over all of us, just in, in preparation to what was about to happen. And, and, it, and it immediately just, just came into your spirit, and you knew that something big was about to happen. Mm -hmm. the, 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 it was intense. All night, I remember just sleeping and, you know, and, and thinking in my spirit, you know, that something big's happening. Mm -hmm. it, it was a feeling like you, you, far beyond. It, it was God. God was, His presence was already there Amen. preparing us. Yeah. I don't know if you felt that, but but it was it was, well yeah like like whenever you go to a town like that when you're just given yeah because that's what it is you don't have work we don't have you know jobs we don't have to take care of our kids or whatever your your folk your main focus is I'm gonna pour into this city you yeah. know mm -hmm. and um and it's a great way for people like um you know you're always busy 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 with life and. You start to look back and you realize, wow, you know what? I'm I'm not fully fulfilling what I'm supposed to be fulfilling yeah. when it comes to the kingdom of God, and it's a great way to get unstuck. Yeah, mm -hmm. for people that that feel that way, and just get out yourself out of the elements. Get yourself, you know, you don't really have great cell phone access as <laughs> as much when you're out there. I mean, everything's slower, you know, and uh, so it's a great way to just. Be unplugged, but yet be plugged into yeah. the the kingdom principles, kingdom work, you yeah, know, yeah. kingdom business, you know, for of souls being touched and changed, and uh, so I guess the bigness that I felt about that was this the the impact of eternity that's going to continue in in that region because of the churches that were also touched, right? The, those touched on the streets, right. you know, and then of course our lives and yeah. the leaders that were there, their lives, how they were impacted from this. What was some of the preparation you did before Brazil to get there, knowing that, okay, it's, just, it's a third world country, you know, we all probably been to third world country before. What mindset did you go into Brazil? Like, 
praying, praying, totally praying, all the way to where I was even on the, on the airlines, on the airport, praying. Um, couldn't sleep, and I was praying. I, 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 my main prayer of all of this was, don't let me get there and be Rick. Yeah. I'm not going as Rick Lopez. I'm going as Jesus. I, I want to be able to just pour myself into whatever's happening completely, 100%, step into it fully, fully, not in my mind, but in the Spirit of God. Take control of me. And that was my main prayer. I mean, um, everything else that I thought it would be like was nothing like it. <laughs> it. It was totally, totally different from what I thought because I was thinking with my mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But everything we did was in the spirit. Yeah. It, it's, it's hard to, to, to really you know, put it in words because the spirit of God moved so mightily in everything we did. I mean, even, even when we'd go to have our lunch <laughs> and, and we'd order food, I could still feel the spirit of God telling me, no, you're not, you don't want that. You want this. Order that. You know, I felt that. So, so I felt the Spirit of God throughout the whole trip, just, just leading me, yeah. leading me. Amen. In everything that happened was led by, by the Spirit of God. Everything. I would say preparation. I wouldn't say necessarily, I'm not going to speak like personally per se, but like anybody that's planning on going to a missions trip that, that you can't have preconceived ideas of the way that it's going to be. Yeah. And you need to be pliable. You need to be, like when you go with with a team or people or an organization, you follow what they want. You're yeah. in another nation. They know the area. They, they've got people that know the area. They, you know, they know the language, and you're there. You go wander off. You get lost, and that's not going to be too good for you. <laughs> so, I mean, there's things like that that uh, just – practical things but ultimately prayer prayer is the prayer is a big thing um you know i've been to other third world nations already and 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 so you kind of start to get that feel yeah. what it you know how it's going to roll and 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 whatnot but you always have to be ready and always need to be prepared always need to be in prayer and always just you know have your heart that was the biggest thing i say god you know anything in my heart just break it yeah. break it open because i just only like it's kind of really the same kind of heart cry. I just want yeah. your love to flow out of me, yeah. Lord, not not my own, you know, my own opinions, my own thoughts. My I just want it to come from my spirit and out of my heart. Amen. Yeah. Um, obviously, you guys have stories that could go on and on and on for weeks, but if you guys just have a few testimonies, um, just maybe the specific ones that really stood out to you or even ones that you haven't shared um, during Sunday. If you guys just have a few and we could talk about those. Wow, there was a lot of awesome <laughs> things. I see the greatest miracles that happened were the salvations that we saw, the lives transformed, yeah. hearts that were touched. I mean, I've seen so many, like the moment you start sharing the good news and they start crying. Mm -hmm. wow. You know, they're crying. They're getting touched. You know, here in America where everybody's got everything, you know, that you start telling the guy, I don't know, oh, I'm just going to be worm food. No, you're not going to be worm food. It's, <laughs> it's a heaven or hell. That's that's yeah. the only yeah. thing. Yeah. Good. And, and it's not because God's mean and he wants to send people to hell. It's because he loves you. 
He, he gave a way for an escape through Jesus, through his blood, through the cross of Christ, so that we could have eternal life. And they love it. And they, they know. They're like, I'm not going to heaven. I, I don't know where I'm going. Or, or like, I'm going to hell. You know, they were honest. But they, like, wanted to hear the truth. They wanted to hear hope. And, and they wanted to hear the gospel. You know, they wanted to know that there was hope. You know, hope deferred makes the heart sick. Well, there are so many people that were sick. And the heart's sick. And when the heart's sick, sickness has happened in the body because hope has been deferred, you know? It's like eat the fat, drink the sweet, and give portions to those who nothing, whom nothing has been prepared. So that's what the Lord wants as be, us as believers is to bring that which, that which brings life and eternity to those to whom nothing has been prepared. It's been prepared in a sense but God wants it us, the believers, to take that to them in his love and in trust and knowing that it's not our own selves, but he, he works through us yeah. and will impact their lives. Yeah. You know, there was a there was a lot of visual miracles that happened, you know, stuff physical that we see yeah. Yeah. right before our eyes, but there was a big impact on miracles that happened that we didn't visually see, but we could see that the God was working yeah. through these people. I mean, a lot of people were, were delivered yeah. from, from all kinds of stuff. I mean, it was amazing. People would ask for prayer for so many things, mm -hmm. and you'd see them get delivered. Mm -hmm. you, I mean, people getting delivered from addictions. I mean, from... Uh, from casting out devils, you'd yeah. see devils being casted out yeah. right there in front. Yeah. Um, but the impact of, of the prayer that we had for these people was so, so amazing. And you know what? It was, they said 180 people prayed for healing. Healings, about 187 healings. And that's not counting every night that we'd go to these churches. That's true. And we prayed for all these that people. Is true. Yeah. And we pray for a lot of people. And there was people being delivered there. There was healings happening there wow. that weren't even counted. Mm -hmm. wow. Well, I mean, for instance, the last church I ministered in, there was one lady who came. She was 90% blind. We prayed for her. Her eyesight improved by 30%. I mean, that's big. When you had 90%. Yeah. yeah. And, and I believe that God was continuing to work in her life. And not yeah. only that, she got saved during that process. Oh, wow. And she yeah. started ministering to her. Yeah. So she couldn't see this banner at all. And then we kept praying for her and kept praying for her. And then she started seeing the numbers, the letters. You know, that she saw, oh, that's a T. And it was really a cross. And then every all the other letters, it's like the Noah project. And she started seeing the N and the O. And, mm -hmm. and she started seeing it all the way down, almost all the way down yeah. the, the banner. Yeah. Wow. And because uh, it would get further and further away from her, yeah. you know, as, as it stretched out. So she started to see better. Um, and then I prayed for the, the pastor's son's little daughter yeah. and he's, I think he was assistant pastor and she had little Coke bottle glasses on and they, and she, they pulled them off and he goes, pray for her eyes. Her eyes were all crossed. I prayed and I watched them just go straight and right up. <laughs> like they, they kind of went out and then back in and then they, and then they just came right back to center, like yeah. perfectly center. And then you could take your finger and her, her eyes tracked with the finger that I guess her eyes wouldn't track with the finger but wow. both her eyes 
tracked with the finger. Dad started crying. Dad started he got crying. Hit by the power. He was hit. His name is Jason, by the way, too. Yeah. So I mean, and he started crying, and then the girl started crying. I don't. She was overwhelmed. Yeah, she, she was, was overwhelmed. She was tired. And then to see her dad. Yeah. yeah. Her dad was just, just losing it. Yeah. Because. God yeah. had just healed his daughter. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it was just amazing was to awesome. see this. Awesome. Then he hit the floor. Yeah. And then that girl that you prayed for for the the foot. Yeah. But she she was. And then I let you guys just. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, it's like we prayed, we prayed, and it, she was. It seemed to her that she wasn't getting healing. Mm -hmm. You know, and you know everybody kind of like walked away to. He, Pray for some because they prayed for her for a long time. Yeah. yeah, and then she just lost it, crying hysterically with her parents, you know, and she was so discouraged, yeah. you know. And I just continued praying right there, and then the Lord spoke to me, gave me a word for her to not be discouraged because He's working on her, mm -hmm. He's still working on her. Yeah. And when I told uh, Victor, our uh, our translator, that to tell her that, she got so encouraged. Her her content just changed drastically from being just really really down and and you know she just got so excited with that. Her 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 leg was like about what a half inch inch yeah to, uh, shorter. Her heel, heel was yeah, and that 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 her that grew out. You know, and it wasn't like we just sat him in a chair and then pulled the shoe out. There she had no shoes on. Yeah. We no. had her take the shoes off, and we watched it just just get all totally leveled out so she had that she still needed more healing and miracle in her feet yeah but i saw a lot of the of that there i think it's just you know with with the people's feet yeah there was, there, there was there was a lot of a lot of foot issues yeah uh, in the street we saw people people's feet grow out yeah we yeah. saw that yeah right in our face too yeah <laughs> we saw the lady with uh, i touched her her feet that she had some kind of uh of pus growing out of it mm -hmm. because she had some kind of infection from the water mm -hmm. and from the river and then yeah from the, the water mm -hmm. and um and it was you know what it was no hesitation to touch these people yeah not at all it was yeah. like didn't even cross our minds mm -hmm. as to you know the issue the issue was healing yeah and it was coming out and it was through the laying on of hands mm -hmm. yeah Absolutely. And and this white stuff just, it was all oozing right there. But then it just started just washing off her foot. <laughs> it was just amazing. Wow. Just the, you know, it. What I saw in miracles did to my heart. Yeah. Not yet alone to these people yeah. that it happened to. It was amazing. I, I mean, I heard uh, uh, Doug Rowland says, "Hey, if anybody." Uh, uh, didn't think they got what they came for. I'd return their money. Man, I'd pay four times what I paid to, just to go on this trip. Wow. You know, yeah, yeah. of what, what really happened. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's undeniable. Yeah. The Lord moving. Mm -hmm. Every day. And you know what? Did we really have enough time? Oh, we, There were so many people. I mean, we saw what, over 7,300 and some odd people. Seven people or something like yeah. that. Um, 317, I think it was, yeah. um, give their hearts, surrender their hearts to the Lord. Some That's were probably awesome. rededication, yeah. uh, but, but a majority of them were, were, were first time just like, yes, Lord, wow. I, I believe. 
Um, I mean, we could still keep talking about more and more miracles, but uh, um, the harvest is ripe. And it's ready for it's 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 white. It's it's ready, and you know we need to pray to the Lord of the Harvest for laborers to be thrust out yeah. into the harvest field, not just in Brazil, but around the world, and even in our own nation, even in our own backyard. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, I know it seems a little might be harder up here, up in Washington, rainy Washington State, and uh, you know people been you know brainwashed, humanistic ideas and thinking and think they don't need God, but, you know, um, the gospel is the power of God and the yeah. salvation. People need yes. to hear this, and it's important that we reach out even in our own backyard. You know, I ministered to one lady, and she was saved, but I ministered to one lady on, uh, um, you know, in one of my jobs, you know, when I got back. Mm -hmm. And just, uh, but I felt the same love and the same anointing, like that increase when I started sharing the gospel. I felt that same love for her, for her, her soul that I had for when, when I got, cause I was really asking the Lord to expand my heart, you know, more for souls. And I mean, I felt it for that Friday, Friday morning and then went out and then came across a group of, uh, they're probably in their twenties, pushing thirties and they had their own business. They you know, really successful, even in that, that town that we were in, you know, it was really pot impoverished. They, they were successful. You could see it. You know, and uh, but yet they open their place. Most people who are doing good and they usually want to listen to you. They're working. Oh, I'm, I'm working here in the states. If I tried to go into like a business. a business like that, they go, I don't have time. What are you doing? Get yeah, out of here. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, but they open it up. He's sitting here working on some dude's eyebrows, <laughs> and and uh, it was some kind of like a I don't even know what it was, but kind of a eyebrow parlor yeah. of some sort and, 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 and yeah. piercing or whatever but some kind of salon yeah. salon of some sort and just and here's seven people all crammed up in that place yeah. seven in this little room while he's working on on them and just sharing the gospel pouring my heart out but that same right up out of my when I was crying out that day I all of a sudden it started coming up out of me that cry but it was for them yeah. and their mm -hmm. souls and then they started to cry like oh, I, I don't there was probably more than half of them out of the seven were had tears in their eyes. One, the 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 owner of the shop, she was crying. The other guy, I think they're you know married, and he he had tears in his eye, eyes, and and just really excited, you know, about the gospel and about the truth and what they have received. I mean, like excited. I don't know that I've ever, very few that I've seen that excited yeah. about just being you know born again. Yeah. And, you know, it was powerful. One of the things that going to the villages um, and I know Lawrence kind of explained like a culture shock and like so you guys just wasn't in the churches so you guys went up to the villages and uh, the boathouses like mm -hmm. when I see the tape or the video of it it was like they look like boathouses from, from here it's like these are some nice boathouses I'm thinking yeah, a, little yeah. like shacks or something and I was like yeah. these are nice boathouses but um, going into the villages and experiencing that and witnessing uh, you said the percentage rate of People wanted to hear the gospel was was what you say ninety percent. No, there was. It, it turned out that those little villages that 90, are on the water. I would say ninety eight percent. There's ninety thousand yeah. of those villages yeah. along the river, yeah. 
And then on the other half of that, there's some that never even heard the gospel. 37,000. 37, yeah. And that was from uh, 2014 or 16. Yeah, that was in old 16. 2016 yeah. is, it, is yeah. when they, they did, that, or 15, that they did that report. So it, it could be even more villages more. than that. And I don't know as far as like how many that still need to hear the gospel, but I mean, you could say like 30,000. Well, Moses, who was that connection, yeah. I was told the story about this, but he spent, like when he would go up in the jungles and he, or in some of these villages, and he spent like, I think it was eight years yeah. ministering to just the chief of the village. And, uh, and then finally the chief of the village um, accepted the Lord and it opened up, I think it was seven more villages mm -hmm. in the next five years. I mean, wow. like, or the eight years, excuse me, eight years. And then in the next, uh, uh cause it was a 10 year period. So then uh, to 11 year period, he, eight, eight more villages or seven more villages got opened up as a result of the one. Yeah. And it just mm -hmm. like, just that sewing, sewing, sewing into one man. And then all of a sudden, it busts open all these other villages. Yeah, um, these villages were really remote. Mm -hmm. uh, we took a big boat mm -hmm. to get to the other side. And then from there, they took us in a smaller boat mm -hmm. to get in up, up river. And this was just one little leg of the river. There's tons know, of homes. Tons <laughs> of them everywhere. And, and we're just talking, like I said, one little leg. And there was still houses going up river. Yeah. Pastors yeah. asked even what was up there. Remember you, villages back in the jungles. Yeah, and then the jungle, and you, you could already see the big trees and everything. Mm -hmm. Some of these they've been cut down, and these houses you were talking about yeah. that were floating—they're just one-bedroom shacks. Yeah, most mm -hmm. of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but they're linked together, and there's logs, and there's maybe a two by four. You have to cross. To get cross from one to the next to the next, you're crossing by jumping, and your feet's getting wet because you know the logs going down into the water and stuff like that. But they're all linked together. Even remember the 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 first lady that was the pastor from that church that was across. Yeah, yeah. She lived right across from that that yeah. little church yeah, that yeah, was floating. Yeah. But she had to come across on boat mm -hmm. to get just to get across to, to where house. we were. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. To the church. Yeah. So they dropped us off there, and then we just went leaping that whole side. And um, even with that church that was there, there was people that, you know, gave their hearts to the Lord, mm -hmm. you know. And did you notice the soft hearts of these people? Yeah, absolutely. They were soft. Yeah. I mean, they weren't all stony hearts no. like, like you find everywhere else. Mm -hmm. Their hearts were... The minute they, they felt they were saved, they start crying. Mm -hmm. You know that they got touched yeah. in that. Yeah. You know, and, and it's just amazing. It, it, it really touched me, and it, and it changed my life forever. Forever. Yes, wow. definitely. It's powerful. It's really powerful. We can still talk about the girl that her eye was open. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. I think it was like on the, on the second day we had gone and um, prayed for everybody in her family. They all accepted the Lord. And then she came out of the back just through a, a hallway and um, she hadn't been uh, prayed for yet. So 
I, I got my interpreter and, and we prayed for her, led her to the Lord. And it was clear to see that her eyes were crossed. Both eyes were like this. Ended up being that she was cross-eyed and one eye was blind, completely blind, zero vision. Um, so we asked her mom if we could pray for her. She said, yeah. So we laid hands on her. Um, you know, there's, there's, there was so much power. The Lord was working power through all of us, yeah. our whole team. Yeah. It wasn't just me. It wasn't just any one person. It was the entire team. When I laid hands on this little girl, people laid hands behind me on my back, yeah. and I could feel the power coming through. Yeah. You know, it, it was, I had never, ever felt that in my life before. I've laid hands on people before, and, uh, you know, I've seen a few, nothing like this, mm -hmm. but I could feel the power that was coming through, you know, and prayed for her, prayed for her, and her eyes just, like Pastor saw that other little girl, her eyes just came straight like this. One of them was still a little bit high. That was the one that she was blinded. Mm -hmm. And then that's when we were told that she was blind in the eye. Yeah. Okay. From birth, right? First from birth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so we first saw her eyes come together. So we laid hands on her again. And I had my thumbs on her eyes. I could feel, I could feel the eye just like, it was vibrating. <laughs> vibrating. Yeah. Okay, so when I let go, and, and that's all it took. Asked the little girl, can you see? She said, yes. So lifted up my hand. How many fingers do I have? And, and she goes, one, two, three, four. She counted four. She went like this and pointed. And she had the other eye closed? Yeah, she, she had one eye closed. Yep. But when she let go, she, she had said four. And then, and then one of our team members took out a, a doll, mm -hmm. you know, as a gift. Yeah. She says, oh, we have a gift for you. Do you know what it is? And she says, yeah, it's a muñeca, a doll, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. And then her mom, because she's like amazed on what's happening, her daughter hasn't seen in like forever yeah. <laughs> out of that eye, she pulls a cup and told her to cover her eye. What's this? And when she said cup, the mother lost it. <laughs> she lost it. It was so amazing to see and to see the love in these people and to see the love of God that they didn't even know minutes before doing a miracle in their daughters and their families to see their their enthusiasm and their just adoration to a God they didn't know but just met. And now they're, they're, they got miracles. Her daughter was seeing. Mm -hmm. She lost it. It was it was fantastic. It was like, yeah. how do you how do you explain something like that to other people? Uh, you could talk about it, but it's deep in your heart. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like I just talk about it, but I still can't give you what was in my heart what I experienced. I can't give that yeah. to you. How do, how do I put that in words? Yeah. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. I have a question for uh, the question for Pastor. You've been on many mission trips, different places, uh, mm -hmm. Dominican Republican. The last one was um, Africa. 
Uh, yeah, Africa. But it was Africa. Then I think I went to Romania. Romania, Romania was the last place. Yeah, yeah, Romania. And then, uh, what's different from coming to here to Brazil? I know you guys went basically to the heart of the the the, the ghetto, the hood, we're saying. Mm -hmm. For um, me, experience from living in San Diego, going to to Mexico, and going to Singaloa, it was like one of my biggest shocks because I one of my uncles, my own tios, and it was like. Uh, cartel and it was like you stay in the house don't go to work so you guys were like in the mix of things was it different from the Brazil trip than any other trip what do you think I would just say at least for the Brazil trip the, just the soft ready pliable yeah. hearts at least in that city where we went and I, from what I understand it's 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 a lot like that in yeah. uh, many of the places there in, in Brazil and, and because like they they did, they don't have nothing, yeah. or you know, if they do, they have very little, mm -hmm. and and they need, they need, they know they need more than just not just a home, not just they know they need more. They're aware that they're in need of a it's physician mm -hmm. in their heart. They know that they they need something more. Yes, um, I'm not saying that that there can't possibly be somebody out there that just doesn't want nothing to do with it. Yeah. You know, we, I did run actually run across some old guy that just. Nah, Leave me alone, you know, but which I was actually kind of shocked because yeah. I hadn't seen anybody <laughs> like that. But his daughter got healed because I prayed for his daughter and his 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 uh, wife, and then I prayed with them and they said, "Can you pray for my husband?" She goes, "Can you pray for my husband?" And I prayed. We prayed for him that his heart would be softened to the gospel and nice. and everything. And and so like the daughter was healed. They both received Jesus. They both opened their heart to the Lord. So, I mean, it was awesome to see that, you know. And I stayed persistent. I remember I, I heard, like, uh, one of the team members tried to talk to me. He goes, oh, yeah, there's a guy that didn't want to talk. And I said, well, let me give it a try. I'm a gringo from the West. I'll just talk to him. You know, that's what <laughs> I do. You know, they, they want to, some. you know, they like to just talk to an American or yeah. something like that just because it's not norm. They don't yeah. see that that often. <laughs> so so it was awesome to just, you know, I tried to talk with him. And he goes, nah, you know, he's grumpy. But then the, finally the... The daughter goes, I, I want you to come and talk to me about this. Tell me about this, you yes. know. Come on in, come on in. And he gets up, cuff, and walks off and goes in the back room somewhere. And, <laughs> and but the wife's there, and they're all listening, and she's tearing up, and they're hearing the gospel, and they're, they're receiving the love of Jesus, and, yes. and uh, just watching God work in their lives. It's yeah. powerful. Yeah, and, you know, you mentioned the cartel. Mm -hmm. There's... there's a lot of drug dealers in these areas. Mm -hmm. There was one area I remember we went to and we were warned right in the beginning, don't take pictures here. Mm -hmm. yeah. Don't take pictures here because there's a lot of drug dealers, there's a lot of people who move drugs, and a lot of these people are wanted by the police. Mm -hmm. yeah. And if they see you start just taking pictures, they're not going to like that. Mm -hmm. um, one of the people that that was uh, our translators. She was from Rio de Janeiro in, in Brazil. She told us that that place, it's really, really bad. The drug dealers, they own the cities. They get to go in, but into the cities and, and uh, pray for people, but they have to ask permission to them. Not to the police, not to yeah. federal, but to them. They need to know that you're going in. And they have no problem with it because they know that you're bringing stuff into the people yeah. and that you're, you, it's for the people. But I don't think they have it in their minds that you're actually taking it.
people from them. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't think that part's in them. I, I think they, they just see you as doing good for the people, but not necessarily taking them from them. But, but it's amazing to hear these stories that even the people from Brazil have of their country. So let's, let's flip over to the States, coming back, that hunger, what is your desire, you know, more, you know, souls. more souls, of course, yeah. and then like more you said, souls, uh, and, and more hearts of flesh, yeah. more hearts of flesh, pray for these people, yeah. that they have a heart change, mm -hmm. yeah. because there's so many hardened hearts here, yeah. Yeah. and that's the one thing that you could see, you could tell, it, that, that was the main difference for me, that I found in people over there, people still loved their family. They loved, there's so much hate here. And, and it's noticeable. It's very noticeable. I mean, how many times do you, you could be around somebody and they don't even have to say anything here. Mm -hmm. Just by their, just looking at them, you could tell they hate the world mm -hmm. and don't want to deal with anything. Yeah. You know? And those people were coming to us we were we were going down streets, knocking down on doors, knocking on doors, and people were coming out of every. There's so many people that they just walking down the street, just going here, going there. It's it's amazing. Got to watch the cars and the motorcycles because they drive crazy. You know, we're in the, walking in the middle of the street, and here comes a motorcycle. You just got to hurry up and move out of the way, but. These people live on top of each other, next to each other. They're all walls and bars. Walls and bars. Everybody's like in fortresses in the slums. It gets down to where we were in one, it was like a hallway where you couldn't walk two side by side. You had to do single file. And as you walk down, there's a wall that goes all the way up. And there's a metal door here, a metal door here, metal door down. You're just walking and there's metal doors. You're just turning around, knocking. And these people are coming out of their places. You know? They, they have a lot of love. They, they, their hearts are soft. Their hearts are pliable. There's no way that, you know, if we had more time in these places, what was the longest we spent in one day? Maybe what two and a half hours? Maybe I think more like three and a half. Is you think the longest so? Day that we actually and that had may have been one day in, only. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was only one day because the meetings would go in the morning. We'd we'd probably get out one one thirty, and then you get on a bus, you get out there. So yeah, about two, uh, about maybe a little bit before that because because by the time we got there, we only usually had about two hours that we could get out to get out there. But you would see, I mean, seventy four souls in the two hour time. Yeah, and know? and. And then all of a sudden they say, it's time to go. Yeah. And you're like, left. wait a minute. Well, we just got going. We just got going. <laughs> one more see, house, one more house, one more house. You see, you only, <laughs> I see that we only got like a block and a half. Yeah. And, and we see all these blocks just going down like souls, forever. Souls, souls, souls. Souls. People, their hearts. People, it, it, it was, we didn't have enough time. Yeah. We didn't have enough time. We'd run out of time every single day. Mm -hmm. Because we had to meet everybody else back up, you know, and it was like, I, I, that's what hit me too, that, you know, we didn't have enough time to do all, all what we really went to do. And, that's, and yet, look yeah. what happened. Yeah. 
And that's why we they that Doug has it all set up with the churches to go into the churches. That was the purpose for the churches is to ignite the churches in that realm of souls and say, listen, this is what the team has done. We saw, you know, five hundred souls or four hundred souls or three hundred souls on the streets today, you know, and then and like get out there. You guys can do this too. It's mm-hmm. not just about yeah. us going yeah. out there. You know. And the next day they'd actually go. Remember, some they of the would. locals some from the churches go. yes. would go with us, yes. and they'd have a they'd have a script in their hands, mm-hmm. and they would be put out there to yeah. to lead yeah. people to the Lord too. I think that's one of the things when Pastor Rodney when he's come out to different churches, even in the states. First thing he he would say is um, teach people how to churches how to get souls. Yeah, reach out even in the states. Yes. So yeah. they could go out and, you know, sometimes it's sad when you have a nice church or a big church, but you haven't ministered to people in your own neighborhood yeah. or your own community. Yeah. And they know. were willing to go. Yeah. They were willing yeah. to go. They were out there. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think this is from yeah. the States. I think it's just the fear yeah. of that rejection, that denial of, you know. And, they, and they, you know what? There's, a, over there, I didn't see them really have fear of denial. Yeah. Because nobody was denying it. No. You had one, you say. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have any. Yeah. And, and, you know what and I mean? I'm, I'm way over all that stuff. It doesn't yeah. really bother yeah. me. No, no, I'm saying this. for the yeah, new yeah, people yeah, yeah. at the churches. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. They didn't yeah. have to deal with that. They don't. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. They don't have to deal with that. Yeah. 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 They see, a, they talk to a soul, and it's a soul for the Lord. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's awesome. right. It's, it's, it's amazing. And, you know, when you were talking about the heart of flesh, you know, and that yes. was one of the things that really came out after, you know, after I'd shared the gospel with them and they prayed and asked the Lord into their heart and I just said now listen this was just the beginning this was the open door into eternity and what has happened is that he took out of the heart of stone that you had and he put in a heart of flesh Mm -hmm. and so I wanted to explain a little bit what that means that heart of flesh means it's a heart that's pliable to the Lord it's it's soft towards the Lord and that's what he wants he wants us to have a heart that's soft towards him and he's if we make a mistake you don't run away from him you run towards him and you stay and, and cry out to him and let him father you and teach you and train you and raise you up in the things of the lord and and that's what i found myself doing i even talked to some parents i says you have the responsibility now to raise yes. your kids up in the things of god yeah. Yeah, like I, that mandate that i told him i said you have a mandate this is this is the mandate that God has for you now. You have a responsibility yeah. to see your kids know the God mm-hmm. in a very real way. And and it's like, and that's what happened. I mean, it just kind of give you a flavor or a taste of, of what it was like on the streets. <laughs> We'd come up to them and just say, you know, has God, has anybody told you that God loves you and has an amazing plan for your life? And some will say, yeah, or see, or no, you know, or, or whatever. And then, and then you said, well, I just want to quickly share something with, you know, may quickly share something with you. Mm-hmm. Um, well, first I would actually, add, the next thing I'd ask, and the other question I would say is like, if you were to die today, do you know 100% beyond a shadow of a doubt that you'd make heaven your home? And a lot of them, I mean, I would say 97, 98% yeah. of them say no. No, yeah, no. straight out. Wow. They, they just knew they, they weren't. They knew. I was like, no. They I, weren't I, going yeah. to heaven. And then that's when we'd come in. It was it was, yeah. e- it was easy, you know. Um, because and, they wanted to go to heaven. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they wanted to. They, they definitely believed. wanted yeah. to go to heaven. Yeah. And also, well, let me quickly share something with you. If, you know, the wages of sin is death. Yeah. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And if we would confess with our mouth, believe in our heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, we shall be saved. So all who would call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. 
And then I said, let me pray a quick prayer for you and your family. Would that be okay? You know, and lay hands, uh, mm -hmm. you know, can I lay hands on your shoulder? And they, they would say, yeah, or whatever. Mm -hmm. And we'd pray and, and uh, you know, so I pray that you bless uh, Jose with a long and healthy life, yeah. you know, and his family. And if Jose doesn't know you, I pray that you do a quick work in his heart right now and that he would make you the Lord of his life. Jose, if you believe mm -hmm. in this message that I've just shared with you, then just pray this prayer with me with your heart and your lips out loud. Just, dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I repent of my sins. Take out the stony heart. Put in a heart of flesh. I believe, Jesus, that you died on Calvary's cross for me. You rose again from the dead for me. And you're coming back again for me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. And, uh, and fill me with a hunger for the things of God. Yeah. And fill me with a holy boldness to preach the gospel. I thank you that I'm saved. That I'm forgiven. Because I have Jesus. I have you in my heart. And then... And then you know, amen or whatever. And, 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 uh, and then we say, you know, as a minister of the gospel, like I already talked about, yeah. and I talk about the heart of flesh that they received. And, and now it's, it's time to know God. It's time to come into a real relationship yeah. with him. And did you notice everybody that was in the house yeah. would pray that prayer? Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. they get more everybody. and more. We try to get all, all the people yeah. to come around. You know, hey, is there any other people yeah. in the house? Yeah. But they'd come, even small kids. Yeah. They were praying the prayer. We had a family of fourteen. We had, I mean, like a big old family. Well, th what it was because everything's connected, and it was like a courtyard, and there was like, like four or five homes, all like <laughs> the way that were stacked and everything. And more people kept coming in. So all this whole family, kids, everybody, like fourteen, fifteen people, you know, prayed and asked Jesus into their heart, you know. It's powerful. Yeah, I don't know. One of the pictures that was where I'm standing with a bunch of kids around me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the lady that we had prayed for had nine kids. <laughs> she didn't look that old, and she had nine kids. Wow. You'd seen them. They were kind of small all the way, you know, up higher. Mm -hmm. um, so when we found out she had nine kids, called all the kids together, mm -hmm. and I got to minister to them mm -hmm. all, all together in one group, only yeah. the kids. And it was just... They all that's gave their great. hearts to the Lord. Yeah, that's awesome. The yeah. Skittles that we they took, loved they loved those Skittles. Mm -hmm. <laughs> those Skittles kept multiplying. They kept coming out, coming out. And then I, I, I quickly realized there's no way I'm going to be able to hand all these out. And one of the mornings, I pour, poured them all out on the table yeah. so that all 60 of the you know, missionary guys... Come in, grab handfuls, you know, so they, and they we could hand them out. them out. They were still giving out, even at the at the village. I still the, had a bag. The, the water, I still had a bag full yeah. at oh. the end because I did the same thing when we were on the boat. Yeah. When we were hitting the villages, I uh -huh. poured the rest out, <laughs> and everybody just got those things multiplied. Wow! And yeah. and we handed them all over. Balls. I, I I took two big old duffel bags with balls, yeah, and all kinds of different things, and. And I, I was like, I don't have enough. To, I can't call, give this all out. I took it, put it out there, and boom! They took everything and they gave gave it all out there. And then uh, I did have a, a half a bag of candy left over, like a whole bunch. And I took it down, you know, giving it to one of the people. Well, there happened to be another missionary from I think he was uh, Japan from Japan, 
He might have been American, you know, citizen, but he, he you know, mm. Japanese guy, and he's a missionary. And he says, "Oh, can I, can I have some of the candy I want to give out? You know, when I, when I go out." And and uh, Skyler's like, "Yeah, you can take some, you know." And I show up, and I, and he's still there, and he's talking and to Skyler, and I say, "Hey, you know." Oh, it says, you want the candy? Here, take this whole bag because I can't get rid of it. He's like, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, stuff to give out. So here he's, you know, it just kept going, it kept giving. You know, you know God is so good. Yeah. There was another situation where we ran into a guy who spoke Spanish. He was from Venezuela. And everybody knew I spoke Spanish. Hey, hey, Ricardo, Jacardo, Jacardo, come yeah. over. Yeah. So I, I went over there. Oh, Espanol, Espanol. Um, and then I like I told my translator I, I I do speak Spanish but I don't know the script in Spanish, mm-hmm. and the Lord told me look in my backpack and this is a new backpack I got mm-hmm. I, I I hadn't used it for nothing that's the one I had yeah. uh, just got, um, but I reached in there and I reached right in there <laughs> and pulled out a Spanish script. Wow. <laughs> And it was the Spanish script that I've been using for when all the people yeah. out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that same one. Wow. I, I recognized it. Yeah. But what is the chances <laughs> that I would have that yeah. and got to lead this guy to the Lord yeah. in Spanish? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That was amazing. Yeah. And let me explain for those that might be listening. Oh, well, script, script. What do you mean a yeah. script? Yeah. Well, it's the gospel. It, it's just yeah. a simple gospel message. It's the Romans road. It's it's the truth, and it's just laid out in a way that Make makes simple. it easier, for, simple for simple. you to go on. You stay on track. You don't get off into weird <laughs> theological discussions with individuals mm-hmm. trying to say God's a woman or whatever, something stupid like that. Uh, you yeah. know, you, you, you're able to just stick with that and, and go in and, and just diminish the truth to their heart. You're ministering yes. to souls. You're ministering to heart. You're not ministering to their heads. Mm-hmm. Good. That's real. You know, that's the thing that we must have a revelation of an understanding is that we're ministering to their hearts. Mm-hmm. We're ministering to their souls that, that, that they would, that their hearts would be open, ready to receive the word. You know, some will pray, some, some won't. Mm-hmm. But you keep moving on and you keep sharing the love of Jesus. And, and yes, I understand that there is more than just praying to prayer. And that's one of the things that we say. It's important that you get plugged in somewhere, yes. you know, a good church. And, and we talk about, you know, but, but to just say, well... I don't know if that works. I don't know if that's, you know, the way people get saved and blah, blah, blah. But never do anything. (laughs) Yeah. Then you're doing nothing. Yes. At least you're getting the gospel and the truth out and that God loves you out there. And that there's a way to be free and it's to know Jesus. And so that's just the entrance. And that's why I tell them that's just an entrance of knowing Jesus. You've stepped over into eternity now. But now you've got to learn who he is, his ways, his heart, his love. And... uh, so, so I think that's one thing that's important to, yeah. for people to understand. Speaking of the script, um, for those that, you know, their hunger, their hearts, I want to go to a mission trip, go on a mission trip, I want to go, I want to go. Or go out on the streets here. Well, yes. We always, every summer we go out, every weekend we go we're out. We're up in the end. So there. it's a yeah, training zone, we're, we're a training ground, you know, yeah. so we teach you how to go out and, and win souls and use the script, and, you know, yeah. it might seem hard, you might seem nervous, but that first knock, the second knock on the door... It's just it goes smooth throughout the day. You yeah. excited to go back next weekend, next weekend. Yeah. So for those who want to go out on a mission trip, you know what I'm saying we have missions in our own backyard. We go out yeah. door to door every summer, 
is coming up. We do have big outreaches. Big We're outreaches. actually going to be planning one here in January. Yes. So uh, uh, coats and whatever else that we yeah. think of uh, <laughs> to yeah. get and to give out to be a blessing yeah. to the community. Um, so in January, we're, we're so yeah, so so come out, everybody. So let somebody know your interest that you know yeah. you want to know. Yeah, we have soul rips, soul scripts. Sorry, uh, um, here at the church, you know. So if you're hungry, we're willing to to feed you. Amen. 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 And also, if you've been hearing these stories, testimonies, and you're interested yourself in going on a missions trip, also let us know. Like Draper said. Obviously, we have our own missions field right in our back door, backyard. But if you are interested in going down, um, I believe that we will have a group eventually real soon going again to Brazil. Contact us at Facebook on the River Northwest Church and let us know your interest. And come on Sunday and just meet somebody. And you guys can talk to Rick. You guys can talk to Lauren, Skyler, Pastor Jason about uh, their missions trip and even some more testimonies. Yes. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Amen. Awesome. So this is our time of close. So we're gonna close out in prayer. Uh, yes. Rick. Yeah. We just go and close in prayer about the love of the hearts of the people. Oh. Lord, I just thank you, Father. Thank you for the opportunity that you have given us, Father. I know that it's just not the opportunity, but it was our our own hearts of obedience, Father God. And I just pray for all these people that have listened to us, Lord, that you would just just Bless them, Father God, that they would be obedient to you, that they would know when you're speaking to them, Father. We just love you. We just honestly, honestly just were amazed on what you do, Father. We thank you and we honor you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. All righty. Thank you guys for listening. Love you guys. Share, like it.